Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Here's an email from uh, Diane to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I've been in severe chronic pain for over 30 years. I'm very lucky to have a doctor who does understand how to treat it, but I know very well that most doctors have no idea that chronic pain should be treated differently than regular pain. I was taking Tridural for four years on a compassionate program from the pharmaceutical company as I'm low-income senior. It worked great and reduced my pain to very low levels that had not been possible before. That program has been discontinued, and I cannot afford the cost of Tridural now, so I'm left with severe pain levels I had before, and my doctor is afraid to prescribe other medications that could help me. Quite frankly, suicide is on my mind every day. Severe chronic pain destroys your life and leaves you with no hope of any kind. With a recommendation I've heard on your show today, it's clear that the ones making these statements have never had to deal with severe pain and have no compassion for us. Just because we don't have cancer doesn't mean we're not in the same kind of severe pain. Thank you, Diane. Here's the um, a little bit of my conversation with Dr. Fiona Campbell, who is the incoming president of the Canadian Pain Society, and we were talking about the issue of chronic pain and uh, the impact it has on people's lives. So the person who stops hearing you when they feel that the word opioid has been removed from their treatment regimen, they don't hear you anymore. Now it's fear and panic that sets in. So what are they, what, where do you think we're headed? Well, uh, and, unless we can uh, intervene earlier to improve the way that we assess and treat pain, then those patients are going to, um, they, they, if they feel that they're on their own, they don't have the treatments that they perceive to have been helpful uh, for a long period of time, they maybe uh, go down some of those routes that I just mentioned before uh, in terms of um, uh, choosing not to live, um, seeking illicit opioids, um, getting more depressed, uh, going into acute uh, opioid withdrawal because they're no longer getting their opioids. So I think that we're really um, uh, moving into an area that is uh, incredibly in- inhumane for patients who are already on opioids. So as I mentioned before, I think uh, whatever resolution we have to recommendations for prescribing must uh, include compassion and options. Uh, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but sometimes politicians and the world of politics, they make decisions based on what appears to be best for the world of politics. And I just hope that when the decision is made after appropriate research and speaking to you, Dr. Campbell, also speaking to patients, I understand that patients were originally excluded from a conference on pain, which to me sounds ridiculous and dangerous. But I hope the decision is made based on on appropriate information and on that, that terrifying pathway that you describe, pain, 
social isolation, depression, suicide. Yes, um, I, I hope, I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, all the important players, including most importantly patients, healthcare providers, law uh, makers, policy makers, are all going to work together to um, come to a solution that improves um, the lives of patients with uh, pain, but also uh, leads to reductions in harm. And uh, we don't know exactly what that is going to look like, but I do believe we need improved pain care that is not just about the drugs, but that drugs is a, a, an integral part of that. Right. We need better pain education. Vets get five times more pain training than medical students do. So there's uh, just under three minutes of my conversation with Dr. Fiona Campbell. Here's John at uh, Blue Mountain, Ontario. Hey, John. Oh, hi. How are you this afternoon, Roy? Good, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I'll give you a very quick story. I, I have a compressed fracture of the spine, and it happened weirdly. I just went to the washroom one evening, and I fell down on a hardwood floor. Anyway, I live close to uh, Sunnybrook, so I went there the first day. And they gave me uh, Tylenol. I came back, I took the Tylenol, went to bed, could hardly get up again, went back to the hospital, finally got a, a young, beautiful doctor. She said, I'm not going to let you out of here until we know what the problem is. She gave me a CAT scan, and that's how I found out I had a compressed fraction of the spine. And she was the first one to uh, uh, prescribe uh, Percocet, which I take to this day. And the funny part is, and in a way it's to what you've been talking about, people that I know that know I get Percocet, when I go to get it once a month, I get 100 tablets, they are willing to pay me $5 for one lousy tablet, which I don't sell. I said, no. You know, so there is. I know there's a black market, yeah. Yeah, there definitely. If someone's willing to pay me five, T- tell me this. Tell me this. Oh, who's prescribing it for you now? A family doctor? Uh, actually, I I live up in Blue Mountain, and and uh, we lost our doctor. He hasn't been replaced. Right. So I go down to Toronto, and I found out there was a clinic on Queen Street. Okay, so very good. So and, they're they're the ones who are prescribing the Percocet for you. Yes, yes. And and it's helping you. Yeah, well, I, it was do you find, do you, I have to ask you some really quick questions because we're almost out of time. Do, do, you, do you feel like you're addicted to it? No. Do you feel like you could live life without it, or would the pain be too uh, severe? It, it would be pretty tough. I guess if you had to do it, you, you'd have to do it. Are you, it afraid, are you afraid uh, of what you've heard over the last week? Uh, not really. Okay. Not, not really. Well, I wish you the best. There are so many. Thank you very much for the call. Blue Mountain, Ontario. There's John. There's so many different types of pain. And in some cases, many cases, there's more than one pain that's afflicting people. So there'll be a lot more said, a lot more written. And, you know, the politicians are going to get into this issue as well. Hopefully they'll have some time to talk to us, like the federal minister of health and maybe the provincial minister of health. Who knows?